And away we go, hour three of the morning show on a Wednesday, 13th of September. It's 8.13. It's National Peanut Day today, so enjoy. Well, that's I, I like peanuts. Enjoy responsibly. You know who doesn't? I know. You can make peanut butter out of peanuts if I you want. I guess people that are allergic to them. Oh, well, that's true if you're then. Yeah. You don't want to be on a pew. Anyway, we're uh, Neil Atkins joining us during this hour of the morning show. Morning, Neil. Morning, Dave, Tom. I'm not allergic to peanuts, are you? That's good. No, I'm not. I actually I know, like peanuts there. I know people that uh, if if no. the oil is in the air, they react to it. Oh, peanut that's oil or something? Yeah. That's wow. Yeah, that's, that's a nasty so stuff. Be careful. So. Well, since Tom Robick is here and Bruce Siski is not, let's do sports with Tom this morning. Hi, sports man. Yeah, well, you know, for now, anyway. Well, <laughs> Twins got a win last night. They Willie did. Castro, seventh inning, uh, bottom of the seventh. Uh, he had a two-run home run, put the Twins on top, and that lasted. Mm-hmm. Edward Julian also had a home run for the Twins. Uh, the Twins leading the American League Central, seventy-six and seven and sixty-nine. Dallas Keuchel starting for the Twins against Tampa Bay. That's a matinee today. Yes. So we'll have an 11.30 pregame start, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Is it 11.30 or 11? I'm not sure, but Bruce is not here, so I assume that... Uh, I think it's 11.30. Yeah. Pregame start. Pre-game. Pitch, yeah. well, the first pitch will be shortly after noon. So Brad Bennett early today starting just after 10. That's correct. Yeah. Brad who? Brad Bennett. Yeah. What? You know Beyond that guy? 10 o'clock. Oh, that guy. Okay. Sound off? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Sound off. Milwaukee Brewers got a win. Their second straight against the Miami Marlins. This time it wasn't a, a total thrashing, but it was 3-1 to one mm-hmm. at American Family Field. Freddie Peralta spun a gem, earned the win after giving up one run, striking out nine batters over six-plus innings. Are you going to expect to see your taxes in Wisconsin go higher well, to save the Milwaukee Brewers? <laughs> that would mostly be, I think, in the Milwaukee area. They voted... I mean, yeah. you know, if you took a popular poll there, and right. Milwaukee County residents uh, don't want to do it. Well, of course not. Nobody wants their taxes to go up. But yeah. Oh, you think they'll save they the will. brewers? Yeah. They'll be here for many That's years. That's the usual threat when they don't get the, what they want. Hey, we're going to leave. It doesn't seem like a, like <laughs> that field has been there that long, but it's been no. since, what, 2000? Or? It just needs some improvements. Yeah. I mean, it's so. like everything else. It uh, wears. Sure. Over oh, the years. come on now. Everything's got to be new. Everything's got to yeah, be new. They just... tear down perfectly good buildings, stadiums, <laughs> and all that jazz yeah. because some billionaire wants something Better. flashy and yeah. new, and you want those yeah. those special little box seats up there where you get free booze and food and caviar <laughs> for all the rich people. They yeah. already have and that's all that. That's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, what was it, they were wanting Wisconsin residents to spend... Like four or five hundred million dollars mm. on the stadium, and the Brewers said that they would kick in fifty. Ooh, wow. fifty bucks, fifty million. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> now what did Minnesota pay down there? Then the stadium down there—that was huge. I, you mean like as far as the state put into it? Didn't yeah. they recoup that all through the I electronic pull tabs? Oh yeah, I think actually like that. that might have worked. And then, then of course, believe it or not. Sending people to rehab for gambling addictions after that. <laughs> right. There, right. there is that. But at least we got a new stadium. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's just get out of this, this right. out of the way. Not that you haven't heard already, but it's a torn Achilles uh-huh. tendon. Ouch. Aaron Rodgers uh, tearing his Achilles in Monday night's game, ending his season, very possibly ending his career. It would be remarkable. Yeah, I, I don't know why he'd want to come back, actually. That's a bad injury. Right. That's You know, you hear about ACLs yeah. and... UCLs, the, the torn Achilles is 
a very painful rehab. He doesn't a long really rehab. need the money, so I'm not sure why he'd want to come right. back. Yeah. What's um, the game? It's the game. To be oh, maybe. A, what is he? 39. He, yeah. yeah, he's going to be 40 soon, I think. Yeah. Well, so. maybe maybe he needs some sponsorships and get on the road. You know? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota Lynx tipping off the 2023 WNBA postseason, a first-round match against the Connecticut Sun. That starts tonight. Uh, the Lynx are number six seed in the bracket, 19 and 21 in the regular season, one and three against Connecticut this year. First game of the best of three series tips off seven o'clock tonight. We're getting ready for Military mm-hmm. Appreciation Day at uh, the University of Minnesota Duluth on Saturday when the Bulldogs host Sioux Falls. Two o'clock start. We'll be there earlier doing the tailgating. I think the the, the people next door, my ninety five seven, yeah, going to be cooking up the Shelton's pizzas. Ooh, and you are welcome to uh, come have a slice of pie right. and watch a really good football game. Do you right. guys like that uh, Shelton pizza? Deal? Well, absolutely. Wow, it's great. Yeah. I hear. Well, I've had their pizza. We've uh, got these little pizza ovens that they provide. I was wondering that. They, so they're gas-powered uh, propane pizza? Ovens? No, no, no. You plug them in, oh. and they work really well. And, mm-hmm. it, and you can cook one up in like, know, like eight nine minutes. It's it's uh, perfectly wow. done. So. Efficient. Yeah. Anyway, that's going on on Saturday. All right. Saint Scholastica will uh, host Crown at one o'clock. Uh, Gophers at number seventeen, in North Carolina. That'll be a test for the Golden Gophers, 2 of 30 on Saturday. You can hear that one on 98.1 FM. And the Badgers against Georgia Southern on Saturday, 11 a.m., 7.10 start. Bruce Siski is at the NCHC meetings for oh, hockey. Oh, that's why he's not uh, here. The preseason favorite to win the conference in college hockey in the NCHC is Denver, pick of the media. That would include a Bruce. So he would have voted for Denver, as I think that they were just about unanimous choice. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bulldogs will open up the season October 7th, Amsoil Arena, Michigan Tech, in the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame games. There it is at your sports. All right. Thank you, Tom. Great job. 820, we'll be back. More of the morning show coming up here on KDAO. And away we go. Happy together. The Turtles at 824. Oh, were the Turtles Brits? No. No, they were U.S. ones. Sometimes it's hard to tell who's uh, who's who (laughs) in the whole motor pool there. That's true. All right, did it rain at your house at all the other night? Well, we didn't get... Because some places got a whole lot of rain. Some places didn't get all that much. I talked to some folks that their basements got flooded out. There was some... A week ago, that other rain that we had, there were some businesses that got flooded this week. The other night, uh, there were a number of people's basements. I talked to uh, my stepdaughter. She was helping people Mm -hmm. remove stuff, uh, soak stuff out of a basement and all that jazz. And and then we saw what happened on First Avenue East here. The yeah, right outside down. our windows, it yeah. was uh, quite a disaster yesterday as all their construction work kind of rolled down the Black, hill into uh, Black Superior, Superior Street. Street and Michigan yeah. Street. I see it looks like, by the looks of it, they've, they're they uh, getting it squared away. Yeah. I wonder how well, long it will be delayed now. It was amazing how fast they cleaned up Superior Street. By mid-afternoon, it was open again. Uh, a friend of mine, he offices down oh. here, and he was taking pictures and sending them. Yeah, at least two feet of that. sand over most of the Superior well, Street. Came right out terrible. of the. They had packed it in, and they right. hadn't had a chance to put the concrete in yet. Right. And whammo, 
Yeah. Coming down the hill, it's just like a torrential, like the dam broke. Yeah, so obviously just the cleanup alone uh, used up some time, but now they got to pretty much redo the entire project again. So that's going to be a while before that opens up. Well, I went and looked at my uh, uh, little last night, the uh, 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 rain gauge. There you Mm -hmm. go. And a little bit more than an inch at my house, and I see Kenny over here. I shot a picture of his yeah. at his house in the West End there, and he had an inch and a half. Okay. And I know, and I was uh, watching the news, and there was a guy from Public Works that was saying that we see this generally in the wintertime where we'll have these extreme snowfalls and a yeah. lot of inches in, in sections. But he says this time there were people that got, in certain areas of the city, got three to four inches that right. came down, and others uh, maybe an inch, yeah. and it was kind of zipped all over the way this uh, system came you through. You just but... never know what you're gonna, what old Mother Nature is gonna dump on you. Well, you were here in 1972. Oh yeah, yeah. When Sixth uh, Avenue East got washed out, mm-hmm. and then we had the big storm that took out, uh, almost took out yeah. the uh, Lincoln Park Bridge there in the in the stream right. there. That was what about seven, eight, seven years ago, something like that. Yeah, well, the big the big storm and flood that. Re- rerouted uh, yeah. all kinds of stuff, and it, it happens. And of course, Duluth is on a hill. Yeah, so on, what falls the on the top hill. of the hill ends up at the it bottom. Comes of the down quick. <laughs> Let me tell you. Absolutely. Something all right, else. we got a phone call. We got to get to. Hi, who's this? Good morning. This is Stan. How's things going in the big city with the bright lights today? Hey, we're good. Sun is shining. The temps are a little chilly this morning, but no rain. Little fog yeah. in here, Stan. This morning, when I took off my uh, little gauge on my car, said it was forty. Then I Zipped around uh, by by Highway 53, and it said it was 38. Yeah. And I went, I'm sitting in the car, and I'm going, you know, it, uh, it's a little chillier than I expected. What's it like up your way? Well, nice sunshine, a uh, little off-land breeze, and it's, uh, let's see, the thermostat says uh, 50 degrees out. Wow. Well, nice. you're, you're the heat wave up there, man. <laughs> yeah, I see your AM radio's off this morning. I right? know. They have uh, more uh, difficulties with the transmitter, apparently. Oh, so God, We're on God. FM and we're on the, the streaming deal, but that's Yeah, I it. got you on uh, my phone with, um, uh-huh. you know, with the app and that. Cool. So that was great. Uh, yeah, I just was uh, wondering, uh, I, as far as I can uh, recognize your political guests on there, uh, they all talk off the same book. Mm. There's, there's no difference in them, really, that I can see. All As soon as you bring up a subject of importance, they switch to uh, tourism or something uh, like that. All right. So, anyway, I appreciate your show. Hey, Keep I appreciate you listening. Can, yeah. Well, Stan, we, we're on. hoping to get some folks on that will stir up the pot a little bit. Oh, boy, well, that's, that's all we that'd do. That'd be good. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, as far as uh, you got to remember that Duluth does affect the whole North Shore. Yeah, it does. I imagine it does. Because we have uh, limited, We're the gateway uh, to the North Shore, you know. Well, I, I heard. <laughs> so, you have a great day, fellas. The Norwegian Riviera. There yeah. you go. Thanks, Dan. Man recovering after being bitten in the face by a shark. That's something we don't have to worry about around here. At New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Happened yesterday morning. 38-year-old surfer fell off his board right into the mouth of a shark, apparently. And uh, took part of his face off. Yeah. You know, I've I've swam in the ocean. Yeah? uh, I did see I was swimming on a reef off the Great Barrier Reef, and uh, we were out a ways, and uh, we were snorkeling. Okay. And we went out on a, a, a big tour boat that had about three, 400 people on it. And my buddy and I, we were snorkeling. We went down on this colorful reef, and there were mm-hmm. all these wonderful tropical fish 
This is in the um, the Great Barrier Reef, uh, northern Australia, out of Cairns. And all of a sudden, here's a shark swimming by. Oh, my. But it was about as big as a northern. Okay? Oh, okay. It was a small, small shark. shark. <laughs> so it, 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 it had no interest in us. In fact, it Good. swam away from us because we were too darn big. Okay? <laughs> yeah, right. So that's my closest encounter with a shark. Yeah, I've never been anywhere near a shark, thank goodness. Yeah, well, that I wasn't behind uh, glass. I had a friend of mine. She used closing. to say she wanted to swim with the sharks. And I'm going, holy <laughs> smokes. <laughs> no what, what do you got, ironclad uh, yeah, right. uh, you know, protective gear on or something mm. like that? So... Uh, so yeah, I've got to tell you, you know, we had the mayor on uh, a while. I don't think you were here last when, week, probably. Yeah, I you was were not off here, on I vacation. Yeah. Bruce was here, and we talked about stuff. Well, apparently well, now, uh, the city of Duluth is struggling to address the homeless encampments. In okay, the more of them, huh? Where and are they camping out now? They're all over the place here. They're in West Duluth. They're mm. over here off the uh, off of Masabi. Mm. City officials are seeking to strike a compassionate. Balance between upset neighbors, public safety, right. and people with no place to call home. Now, I'm looking at all these encampments, and I hear the mayor talked about, you know, we've got these problems and those problems, nobody's got a solution, where's the funding, and this and that. Right. All right. Now, I look at all over the world where we have refugees uh, fleeing mm-hmm. whatever, and there's these refugee encampments set up. They're like mini cities set up, right. uh, tent cities with all the facilities to help house people. Yeah. We've got we've got the uh, uh, National Guard in our area, the Army Reserve, the CBs, mm-hmm. the one forty eighth, the state of Minnesota. Why can't that be a temporary solution to help house the people yeah. instead of parking them off and and seeing all this nasty stuff going on? Now mm-hmm. I'll give an example. It's interesting. This is in the Duluth News Tribune, and my buddy Peter Passy was writing the article on it. Uh, the other day I talked to uh, some some people that I know who live. Uh, uh, out in the western area of town, and they're looking at selling their house mm-hmm. because they're pretty much fed of it. Uh, they live in an area that's a, a, you know, a nice area near the uh, western waterfront trail in an area. Wow. There's a homeless encampment out in the area, and people have been wandering through their yard. Wow. They've had to call the police. And, in fact, they had a kind of a little one of those stand-up swimming pools. A neighbor called them, and there was some guy bathing in their swimming pool, Okay. Now, you've got that going on, and people talking about selling their homes and moving out of town. Yeah. You've got this sort of thing going on. Then, in the downtown area, you might as well have sex in the city here. What? The other day, uh, a, a, a friend of mine, in fact, he posted all this, called 911. Yeah. One of his employees, they have a business downtown, went to a parking area where she parked her car, uh-huh. and all of a sudden there's this screaming and oofing and on in there, and there was these two people having sex in there, okay? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. up against one of the cars. Okay. And it turned out to be a couple of one of the guys, yeah. they got pictures of them, Jeez. they've seen him shooting up drugs in the whole yeah, nine yards, right. and some woman, and they have photographs, they contacted uh, the police, oh the police came, and the police have dealt with these people constantly. Okay? I suppose, yep. So we talked about this before, Dave. Now we've mm. got sex all over the place, needles <laughs> everywhere. The city's perplexed. Nobody yeah. knows when to put their foot down or deal with all this stuff. Mm. And and they can't seem to get their hands around it. So right. there you go. There, this just happened the other day. And I talked to somebody else in the studio. Uh, these photographs were posted online, and they've seen these same people really? going around shooting up drugs in the whole nine hours. Wow. So something's got to get corrected around here, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. The mayor doesn't have any solutions. Her yeah. opponent, I've had, opponent have any solutions? I've had uh, contact with yeah. him. He's going to be on our show hopefully next week. Good. And maybe he's got something he can say about it. All right. Hi, well, who's this? This is Wade. Go ahead. Hey, do you remember the show Gunsmoke? Yep. 
I I've always you watched Miss Kitty. And tell somebody to get out of town. You got till sundown. Get your butt out of here. We don't want you here anymore. Okay. And now, you know, unfortunately, gotta... Wade, they uh, they've uh, there there's states around the country where they do that. Uh, apparently, well, there's states you know uh, like Minnesota where they're afraid to do that because uh, the Civil Liberties right. Union or somebody's going to sue them and say you can't because they're they're namby pamby little wussies that will not take a stand. And sooner or later, somebody's got to take a stand and do something, mm. not just talk about it. Oh, we're going to have a conversation. That's a bunch of BS. Do it. All just right. Do it. Wade, we hear you, buddy. Thanks, yeah. man. You're a good, you're a great American. 834 at KDAL. We shall return. All right, we are back. The morning show here on KDAL. Neil Atkins joining us this morning. Kenny Calgar also here this well, morning. Well, Kenny, we we asked our uh, my my former uh, uh, producer and uh-huh, yeah. kind of co-host when I was on WDSM to come on in here. You know, Kenny Kenny uh, also works for Pack TV. Goes mm-hmm. there and he keeps a monitor on what's going on in City Hall and all that jazz and. We've been we've been talking about some of the things around town here, and, and Kenny was we were talking about parking issues. Now, I was just talking about uh, the sex in the city here in Duluth, <laughs> in in one of the smaller city-owned parking facilities in town, where uh, an employee of a, a downtown business the other day walked in it's to get a into feral downtown. Get into a car it's and and a, two people are having sex up against the car. It's okay? derelict city. Yeah. So, so the public ramp that the city owns over here next to the casino, the city owns it. I've heard that that's filthy. It's 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 a crime. The the, the work that's going on on First Avenue yep. East here uh, causes some of us where we park to walk through that ramp to get down to Superior Street yep. to make our way to the Tech Village. And I walked in the top door of the ramp and took the stairway down, and it stunk like somebody was in there smoking cigarettes. Well, Mm -hmm. nobody was in there smoking cigarettes, Mm -hmm. and this is now two days in a row for me. And I thought, why can't the city of Duluth that owns a facility have it be a nice place? I mean, the casino's a draw, and people park there from out of town, and they go in that place, and they've got to see that, and that's... Mm -hmm. Friend, might be their friends, first impression. Friends of mine, a friend of mine that owns a little roadhouse down in Wisconsin, he and his wife came up and spent there. He's from Duluth originally. And I've got his message that he left me. And uh, they they came in on a Sunday, to, went to the casino, and they went and parked on the ramp. And he said, Neil, I was preparing myself to do somebody in because he said it was so scary, the people that were in there, it stunk of urine. And when, when we got done in the casino, my wife, he goes, my wife said, Pick me up in front. I will not go back into the ramp. He says it was like the door that opened to go uh, out of the ramp to go into the casino. It's like nobody had washed the glass in a year. And the city makes more than a half a million dollars a year in parking fees off of that ramp. They own it, and they can't police it and get it clean. It's referred to a lot as the casino ramp, but that is not the casino. They don't casino. own it. The city the owns The city of Duluth owns that ramp. Oh. It's adjacent to the casino and well, it's deplorable neil and uh, you, you were on city council you wanted to be mayor of duluth at yeah. one time what why is this hard to tackle these issues well i'll tell you the reason why is because cities like duluth have basically rolled over to activists who have gone to court 
to prohibit anybody to deal with people who are loitering, who are encamping, who are doing stuff like this. And you see this nonsense that's happened. Nobody's been able to put their foot down and challenge the courts. Uh, This is where it has to come from. It has to come from the ground up Mm -hmm. to challenge the activists who say, well, we've got to be compassionate to the people that are shooting up drugs in front of you. By the way, that uh, happened to one of our guys got attacked by a guy in the parking ramp over here uh, with a needle in his arm, screaming at him, telling him not to call the cops. Yeah, yeah. And then the same guy got bit by a dog in the parking ramp over here and had to go through rabies shots. And the cops were more concerned about the guy with the dog. And there was an advocacy group that went and got the dog it's shots, and nobody cared about the guy here who had to go through the whole rabies series. Oh. That was the attitude, and that happened this year. That was the attitude that came out of the city. Mm-hmm. And it's just unbelievable when you see this. The Well, the city council did a good thing Monday night, Neil. They did approve the uh, armored vehicle for the police. Ooh, They've got it. They that's where they're going to help at the ramp, isn't they it? They don't have well, to borrow it from Superior. Superior. Yeah, Dave, they... <laughs> They bummed it from Soup Town all the time. Yeah, it was so, nothing, no problem there. It gave us big a little old extra armored money. vehicle. And there's people out there that are all upset thinking that the Gestapo is coming. The police are going to take you away. <laughs> yeah, what? Right. Why is an armored vehicle deployed? Because somebody is holding hostages or somebody is armed and they're shooting up right. the neighborhood or shooting up people. And the police come in so they protect themselves and they protect the public so they mm-hmm. can deal with the problem. Right. And it's uh, Nobody has, there's not been a peep. On this one yet, I see that the city council unanimously approved the purchase of that vehicle. Yeah, I don't see a problem they with that. Did. Somebody some, doesn't want it or what? There was some agenda discussion. Oh. Where some councilors were hmm. very questionable on some things, but uh, come Monday they changed their tone right. and uh, they got it done. And, so one of the uh, advocates down in the Twin Cities, by the way, I have to tell you, a elected person who was advocating defund the police, she was carjacked just recently. Hmm. Yeah, well, she was like the the uh, cheerleader of the DFL or something, something like that. The chair of the DFL, yeah. yeah. Defund the police. Why is why Robbed does it take Kirk. that to make to have them finally see the light? I think that that's what has to happen, unfortunately. And uh, my my perplexing thing is we see this stuff: people shooting up drugs, the guy and the woman having sex in the little uh, city-owned little tiny parking area in in the downtown area. And the guy, the same guy, people have seen him shooting up, okay? He, well known to the police. And they can't seem to do anything with this. So at some point in time, the shoe's going to come down. So that guy, at some point, kills somebody, possibly. What, what happened down at Superior Street three weeks ago in front of the Medical Arts Building, where the guy, the drugged-out guy grabbed a pole or a sword and smashed a young black man in the face. A and, violent and attack. A violent attack, and then the, they rolled around the middle of Superior Street. Did you see that, Dave? Middle of a Saturday afternoon. I heard about it. I yeah. didn't see it. Middle of the Superior Street on a Saturday afternoon. Car stopped. People broke it up, mm-hmm. uh, not knowing what had happened. And a guy, a business owner across the state, videoed the whole thing and put it out. The guy was arrested in the lockup, been arrested many times. Mm-hmm. We and need the, vigilante the poor... groups, Neil. We need Billy Jack to oh, take our streets back. Billy Jack. Where's Charles Bronson when we need him? Hi, who's this? Go ahead. Hello. Well, they didn't want to talk again. All right, 845 at KDAL. Don't forget, Duluth Farmers Market is uh, revolutionizing your grocery shopping. Every Wednesday from 2 until 5 p.m., every Saturday from 8 a.m. until noon, the Duluth Farmers Market, bringing the freshest produce and most delightful local products 
to the heart of Duluth. Ooh. Come on down to the corner of 14th Avenue East and 3rd Street where you'll find a market buzzing with life and lots of goodies. The dedicated local farmers and artisans pour their hearts into growing and crafting the finest products from farm fresh fruits and vegetables to handcrafted cheeses, jams, and preserves. The Duluth Farmers Market again every Wednesday, 2 until 5, every Saturday from 8 until noon. So stop said, by this I'm, afternoon. I'm glad you said the time there because yeah. I'm thinking about dragging the clan down oh, there really? Saturday with the little four-year-old. I think he'd Eight be all noon? thrilled yeah, about that. You said revolutionize. Is George Washington going to be there? Uh, I don't know. I'm okay. Not Maybe Brad Bennett. No, Brad Bennett's not here. So uh, Tech industry leaders are going to be on Capitol Hill today. They're discussing <laughs> artificial intelligence. The senators are going to hear from Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, some other rich people during the yeah, closed-door meeting. Yeah, tell us all about it, how wonderful it uh, is. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has prioritized bringing lawmakers up to speed on uh, rapidly advancing AI technology. Well, I saw they had the G20 out there in Vietnam. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, the pro- our president was there and all that mm-hmm. jazz, But and I won't get into that. But uh, one of the things, the uh, woman that's... The head of the European Union, by the way, she's appointed, not elected. Yeah. Oh, wants uh, wants digital currency for everybody. Oh, really? Everything to go digital. Wow. Now, think about it. You have hackers hacking away. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think we're setting ourselves up for a big fall here? <laughs> no. Think about it. No more currency in the hands. It's going right. to be digital. What if it goes away? What if the bad? You know, yeah, I, there's a lot, of, lot, a lot of what ifs, and Zuckerberg I have and no the guys, idea what goes on with digital yeah, currency. Zuckerberg and the guys hope mm. they'll get a handle on it. So here's here's an event coming up, and All I right. promise sorry, my buddy Tony that I'd uh, hype this a little bit. Mm-hmm. This weekend, September 16th, there is a, a big event happening up at the Four Seasons Sports Complex up in Carlton. Uh, there's a gun bingo and all that sort of thing, prizes and a big fundraiser. Gun bingo, wait a minute. Yeah, they're going to have uh, 10 gun bingo games for 100 bucks. Okay. raffle drawings for oh, guns, okay. Forgotten Heroes ranges and retreat merchandise for sale, and it's uh, all raising money for Forgotten Her- Heroes ranges and retreat, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to build a, a facility in memory of uh, those that we've lost uh, in military conflict and after. All right. And uh, it was started as a dream by two veterans, a paralyzed Air Force veteran and uh, and a disabled Army combat veteran. And what they're, what they're trying to do is set up this retreat for uh, men and women to go to who, who can uh, you know be right. out be out in the, in, the, uh, in the woods, so to speak, and if they want to do target practicing and that sort of thing. All right. It's called Forgotten Heroes, Ranges and Retreat. 100% of the proceeds go to the benefits. So that's this weekend if you want to have some fun right. up at Four Seasons in Carlton. Starts at 11.30, the auction goes, and it kind of goes on all day long. So it'll be a fun event. Sounds like a good cause. Wall Street opening up with stocks. I, I heard the early word <laughs> that it was going to be up. Am uh, I right? No. Oh, it's uh, apparently, a hotter-than-expected CPI report from last month's August Consumer Price Index rose by 6% for the month, up 3.7% from a year ago, and that got the investors all excited. At the opening bell, the Dow, the S&P 500, NASDAQ, all a bit lower. So, Well, maybe it'll that. turn around today. Isn't we it did see. a little bit yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. it was it was off uh, slight, you know, off on and off yesterday, yeah, and then yeah. it seemed to, it looked like it finished on the upside, so... Yeah. So the uh, so you know we've had uh, storms all over the place. We saw the local <laughs> stuff that happened. Right. Apparently, 
there was a huge storm that went through in Libya. There were some dams failed, and they're fearing it. Up to 5,000-plus people have died. There's like wow. 10,000 people missing. And we just had the earthquake in yeah. Morocco, thousands of people dead, and Yikes. they're still trying to uh, sift through the rubble and trying to find people. And uh, it just uh, goes on and on and on. And uh, I, you can't blame the earthquakes on climate change. Or no, volcanoes. I wouldn't think okay. so anyway. And somebody will try to do that. <laughs> volcanoes okay? also. That's yeah, yeah. Somebody's going to try to do that, but that's not the case. That's Mother Earth doing their thing. Yeah, 852 now at KDAO. We got sunny skies, 44 at the airport, 43 downtown, still 37 in Superior. Ooh. Got down to 32 at the uh, Bong Airport this Did morning. Did it really? Well, Frost advisory is over. Uh, some areas on the range especially got uh, below freezing this morning. Well, I'm going to start. Uh, 36 pick- was the low at the airport in Duluth. My, my. Yeah. Well, you know, once it gets cold like this, now oh, I'm going to have to try the apples on my apple tree because <laughs> it got down. No, there was no frost yeah. on any no, of the windshields no. at my place. But like I said, it mm-hmm. was uh, close to 38 degrees in certain mm-hmm. areas off by my, my joint. But uh, apparently the Blue Jays are back. Oh, migrating. Okay. And they loved, uh, what's interesting yeah. about Blue Jays, my neighbor did some research on them. Well, last year they came through and they were poking. They'd come up to the apples oh, and they peck in there and they yeah. peck a mouthful and off they'd go. Well, <laughs> guess what would come in the little hole that they pecked? I give up. Hornets. Hornets. Start feeding on the rest oh. of the apples. So I'm picking these apples and all of a sudden by my thumb, <laughs> here's this hornet kind of Looking yeah. at me, chopping away on the yeah. app, and I'm going, geez, I'll tell you, i got to Better to get that stung one. picking them than eating them, I guess. Well, I didn't get stung. But. <laughs> oh, good. So, so anyway, so so far they yeah. haven't attacked the trees, right. and the apples are just getting ready. But, of course, we've got the big apple fest in uh, Bayfield, Bayfield yeah. coming up. Mm-hmm. It's usually the first weekend in October. October, right. Yeah, yeah, my apples are nowhere near getting picking quality yet. So. I've tried. I've got take another uh, month or so, I think. Three apple trees. One's an ancient one. Yeah. And that one kind of leans over my neighbor's driveway, and the apples kind of fall off, and the deer come down and eat them. <laughs> well, so they're yeah. having a treat. Yeah. And the uh, one other apple tree, uh, uh, the people planted it uh, where I'm living, and next door is my mm-hmm. mom's place. And when she passed away, a relative gave me a gift certificate. My mom always liked apple trees, and and uh, and, and so I planted one. And oh, this one, okay. and she passed away 20 years ago. Uh huh. How's it doing? It's doing great, and these apples are. They started producing apples a few years after I planted it. Sure, and uh, they are really tasty apples. Ah, very good. And uh, they're ready. I had one the other day, and it was <laughs> sweet, okay. just a little bit more. Right. And so that's why I want to go down to Bob Boland's Wuha down here this mm, uh, Saturday right. and see what they got. Check the everything market. else out there. A friend of mine <laughs> went to the Apple Fest a number of years ago in Mayfield, and he bought. He bought a little bag of each one of the apples. So he had all these apples lined There's up. There's a he lot of varieties all. of apples so, out there. So we started sampling these things <laughs> to see which one was the best. But yeah. they do have tons and tons of varieties over there. So, uh, <laughs> But, uh, by the way, the Duluth City Council voted 8 to zip Monday to uh, lighten the fines on oh, smoking right, yeah. weed or vaping out in public parks. So so how much will it cost you? Man? Well, originally it was going to be up to 300 bucks in a petty misdemeanor. Well, mm-hmm. they decided that they're going to do charge you uh, 25 bucks for the first violation, 50 for the second, uh, and 75 for any other violations if you're caught. Uh, and to be frank, I, I guess I can kind of concur with them on this. Okay. Until, until we see if there's a real problem out there that well, gets yeah. stiffened. Right now I hear, according to the police I've talked to and others, mm-hmm. they have not seen a problem yet. Although in neighborhoods I've driven by through, I've, I've smelled 
the pungent <laughs> odor of cannabis a couple of times. There isn't really m- many places to purchase. This you can't purchase this it. Yeah, it's, it's so, not. I mean, unless you got your own thing growing. Yeah. If you got it going, or you're uh, still buying it right. illegally. Uh, but once can, that stuff uh, rolls out, then yeah. maybe we'll have more. Uh, apparently, of a an year, issue, it's going right? to be about a year before the city That's really gets thought, it yeah. rolling. And mm-hmm. we did talk to the mayor about it, and apparently. Oh, yeah. Probably the uh, alcohol, tobacco, and uh, whatever gambling board sure. will probably be in charge. Be involved in in doing some licensing. Uh, she said it was the state that's in charge, mm. but the state's been pokey and rolling this <laughs> out. They kind of rushed to it, yeah, legalize yeah. it, right. and didn't have a plan. Oh boy, is that's kind of politics. That's how, that's in a how way. the government usually works. I think it is. <laughs> Go into it. Oh, by the way, we better write a plan. Okay, so. very good. Well, uh, we got to call things uh, over, I guess, for okay. a Wednesday. But You're going to be here Friday? I hope so. Yeah. Hopefully in the next week or so, <laughs> we're going to get Roger Reinert, who's running for mayor, on board. And All right. Well, well uh, I'm sorry I missed the mayor on Friday. Well, she did a, she she did a good, good job. Yeah, okay. Good. We're going to sit around and listen to the old-time rock and roll now. All right, buddy. Time. All right. See you Friday. It's my favorite music. Anyway.